you're listening to the ETV podcast with Eric the Violinist. In my second episode, we're going to take a closer look at the importance of going to live performances and how your next concert experience might just help you get the answers you're looking for in your everyday life. We're going through a shift in the way we consume music and media in the 21st century. The way people consume music has changed so much within the last five years that I can't remember a time where people are actually buying music anymore. They're getting streaming service subscriptions and they're watching their favorite artists on YouTube. And I think it's amazing to think about that. And we have the internet to thank for. Technology is helping us view the arts from different angles. It's letting us listen more, interact more, and it's making it easier to discover new artists. And just to give a couple examples of what musicians and organizations are doing, uh, orchestras such as the Berlin Philharmonic created their archive and online streaming service called Digital Concert Hall. And the service allows the consumer to watch performances that were recorded in the last 20 years or so with the Philharmonic, as well as stream concerts live on the internet. Other live streaming services like Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube Live has gained a lot of traction to help us be closer to the artists we love and vice versa. The digital concert hall experiment proves that people from around the world are willing to stay up late or wake up early in the morning just to hear the orchestra perform. Pretty incredible. I mean, I can be sitting in my pajamas watching an orchestra from another continent live in Berlin from my living room couch. If you told me that this is where music was going when I was a kid, I think my mind would be just blown. I mean, it's it's just really phenomenal how the internet has matured and we can have these experiences right from our living room. Technology has made it easier than ever for us to consume music, but it leaves us with a problem. People are going to fewer live performances, and why is that? Is it the artist's fault for not knowing how to reach out to their audience, or is it because of the societal shift? Going to a concert to this day is much more than to hear how well a musician can play their instrument. To me, it's much more than that. I go to concerts to learn, to forget, to find answers to life's questions that are on my mind. But believe it or not, there are actually mental health benefits in attending a concert. So there was an archived article on the PubMed Central database, also known as the PMC, that I ran across. Uh, The PMC is a free full-text archive of biomedical and life sciences journal literature at the U.S. National Institutes of Health's National Library of Medicine. Wow, that's a mouthful. They got to come up with an acronym for that. Uh, I found a study done in Japan, uh, done as part of a Docker study in the database by accident, and it's called How Live Performance Moves the Human Heart. The experiment was done in a small auditorium, and they sampled 37 participants to add heart rate monitors to track data from them. And these pieces were all piano works by Bach, Schumann, and WC. They had many variables that they considered to determine as to why heart rates went up and some went down during this live performance such as where the participants were sitting in the audience and who had a better view of the pianist. Uh, Those were all considerations in the study. And what these researchers found is that the pianist's live performance helped audiences be more relaxed or reduce their anxiety. This is what they concluded with in the study. And this is a direct quote from this article. In sum, we have revealed effects of live performance on the audience's physiological reaction. The audience's vagal nerve is activated in the live context, suggesting that live performance reduces stress and induces attention in the audience as compared with the recorded performance. The physiological entrainment by musical tempo can be facilitated only during live performance. These contextual effects, however, need to be interpreted with caution for we sacrifice the control design by prioritizing ecological validity. We cannot deny 
however, that all the contextual effects on the audience's heart rate activities in the present study are confounded with a few variables such as the order of listening context, the repeated presentation of the same performance, and the sound quality, live versus loudspeakers. Uh, skipping ahead just a little bit here. Uh, moreover, studying the audience's actual movements, such as their head movement rather than its accelerations, may help us understand the nature of visual attention during live performance in more depth. Relations among performance parameters, an example, tempo dynamics, the pianist's body movement, the audience's subjective and behavioral reactions, and the audience's physiological responses need to be mapped together in order to capture the entire picture of the performer and audience communication in live performance. So essentially what this is telling us, based on scientific evidence, people feel a physical change in their body when they see someone perform. But we still have to address why people are not going to as many classical music concerts as frequently as they used to. And I think part of the problem is, is that we value convenience now. Right now, I'm holding a phone in my hand that has access to millions and millions of songs. I'm recording on a computer right in front of me where I can just type in a you know, I can just type in youtube.com and I could search up my favorite classical music recording even on video. But friends, I cannot stress this enough that live performance is so crucial and it's it's important to our society. It's important for performers to perform in front of you. And so that way you, the audience, can be educated and we have the capacity to educate you guys on issues and different different things in in this medium and i'll give you an example of one of my favorite one of my favorite concerts that i've ever been to um i was in boston i would say three years ago and i was in the i, I attended this concert with the leipzig gewandhaus orchestra and it was an all german program it was mendelssohn beethoven violin concerto with nikolai snyder and it was a mendelssohn five reformation symphony and you know if people who know the fingal's cave by Mendelssohn, you know, you know, you have that big, heavy bass sound. And I was sitting in Boston Symphony Hall in the middle of the hall. Imagine, you know, the, it was a full house. Every single ticket was sold. And I'm sitting there. And then the first bass, the first bass note, it was just, it was so fulfilling. I felt it vibrate through my entire body. It was the most incredible feeling that I wasn't able to get anywhere else but I remember that feeling so clearly because the people in, in the orchestra they were moving they were creating this amazing sound that I was just I was just blown away I want to read to you an excerpt from a man who used to be the music director of the Boston Conservatory and is now the Dean of Music at Ithaca College in New York his name is Dr. Carl Polnack he said something that got a lot of traction in the classical music world, and I think it continues to be relevant today as to why people should go to live performances and why musicians should continue to work on their craft. This is what he had to say in an address. If we were a medical school and you were here as a med student practicing apodectomies, you'd take your work very seriously because you would imagine that some night at 2 a.m., someone is going to waltz into your emergency room and you're going to have to save their life. Well, my friends... Someday at 8 p.m., someone is going to walk into your concert hall and bring you a mind that is confused, a heart that is overwhelmed, a soul that is weary. Whether they go out whole again will depend partly on how well you do your craft. Other mediums won't solve your problems, but we can certainly help you think differently through the arts, and that's our job. Another quote I love is from Malcolm Gladwell. He was promoting his new podcast on The Late Show with Stephen Colbert, and uh, if 
to those of you who don't know who Malcolm Gladwell is, he's a famous writer who wrote books like Blink and The Tipping Point. He said this, we think with our eyes and we feel with our ears. So I'll leave you with this. Go to that concert you've been hearing about. Go to a music festival with your friends. Go interact with the artists in your community. It's because of you that inspire us to create and perform our craft. And I know that there's music everywhere, so I'm, and it's just the beginning of the summer. So I, you know, I recommend going on the website or Ticketmaster or whatever and just find something. You, know, you're, you never know if that one concert is going to help change your life. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the ETV Podcast. If you like what you just heard, I'd really appreciate it if you subscribed and you leave comments on my website, www.ericbrugala.com slash ETV dash podcasts. That's www.ericmrugala.com slash ETV dash podcasts. I'd love to do a Q&A on this podcast soon, and I want to hear from you. Um, until next time, see ya.